from shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports, so we don't care who knows. Football, 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 tennis, hockey. Absolutely the most legitimate sports talk program on 1027 ESPN. It's the Almost Sports Show with Jason Dick and C.J. Morgan. Join the conversation at 512-834-1027. Now here are Jason and C.J. Another exciting day of Almost Sports. Uh, Nick, again, filling in for Jason Dick. I'm your captain friend, CJ Morgan, and we're going to try to suck less than we did yesterday. Is it possible? I don't know. It's going to be difficult because this building, can you smell it in the air, Nick? Ah, It's potluck day. Yes, which they Uh, really schedule in the middle of our show. Yeah, I've noticed that uh, everything fun that happens in the building is in the middle of the show. For instance, the costume contest that I missed Mm -hmm. um, and you filled in for me. But yeah, potluck's happening right now. So when we're done at one, we're going to go upstairs and it's going to be all the gross, bad stuff or the the chickens that someone grabbed from Walmart the night before. We're not going to get any of the good. And that makes me really disappointed. Just breads and crusty dips and the smell of burnt sterno flame. Which I, I'm mostly okay with. Because uh, we didn't bring anything. Well, no, I, I actually, I, I'm trying, uh, I've got some some meatballs cooking in the crock pot in the kitchen. Uh, have you ever heard of grape jelly meatballs? No, but it sounds good. I'm not going to lie. I, I enjoy experimenting with barbecue sauces and, and sweets yeah. in my mates. Well, apparently this is, you take some grape jelly, uh, uh, any any kind, you take a jar of that, you go into a crock pot, and then you take a jar of chili sauce, you drop that in a crock pot. Sounds great, dude. And various places on the internet, some will tell you barbecue sauce, some will tell you you just need the grape jelly and the chili sauce, and apparently it just you, you cook it for four hours in a crocker. And it just congeals into this delicious sauce that everybody says. So, so. Did you put a little bit of pepper flakes on it, though? Well, it's in the chili sauce. So, Oh, so you already got it. Because yeah, so you got to have good. a little couturant, the mm-hmm. garnish. Yeah, I did also get some green onions that I was going to dice up and garnish with those, but I forgot them at home. And so, oh, just so grab some, some weeds from outside. So outside it'll, yeah, it'll be yeah, fine. Little, that dandelion you greens. Start making yeah. everyone trip. Uh, that's why that explains the smell. I was gonna say I walk in today, and in each room I notice distinct smells. Uh, barbecue sauce in the break room. That makes sense if you're making mm-hmm. meatballs. Kind of that meaty smell. Uh, it also smells like puke in the stairwell, which means someone microwaved a dish that has Parmesan cheese in it. Is that what that has? I know it very well, because okay. as a kid, uh, I used to make nachos as a kid, and it used to piss my dad off, but I would take uh, a corn chips, and you know how they have a little bowl? Yeah. Like, essentially, for dipping and scooping, yeah. I would put Parmesan cheese in it, and then microwave it, so it, like, crusted up, and to me, it was good. Everyone else, it's horrible, but, uh, you know, it had that burnt cheese in a chip, but it would stink up the entire house and, for a and day. It smells like puke? So, yeah, uh, Parmesan cheese okay. microwave smells like puke. I know it, know it well. Uh, also I mean, smells you're like my, you're my puke expert. So. I am. Thank you. Uh, in this back here in the studio where we're at, right in front of it, where Isaac sits, it smells like Fireball, which makes me think that everyone's just drinking some cinnamon whiskey. Well, I, I, I do believe that's Isaac's here. prep. Uh, uh, good, you well, started, you know so what? If I, I was in his position, that, I would yeah. too. And then in this room, it smells like radiator fluid. Okay, <laughs> I'm not joking. Walk in and out, and tell me if you don't smell. Like when your car is overheating and it's about to just pop. Well, that's the radio. I guess so. It's just the radio station. I shouldn't complain about the studio much better than the one before, but I got to take it in for a tune up. Inner Jason Dick. So, uh, yeah, we're going to try to get through this so we can get some free food. Big uh, football game last night. I forgot about it. And I was like, oh, man, yeah, the Eagles are going to be dominating. I made a couple fantasy pickups. I'm in a must win situation. So I'm going to turn it on and check. And like every game, I. 
turned it on to check this weekend. It was woefully different than what I expected. Uh, Eagles just slop nasty and now losing to the Redskins. Just as yesterday we were saying Jalen Hurts uh, topping the uh, MVP candidate list. He's turned it around. The Mm -hmm. Eagles, can anyone beat them? And then the lowly Redskins make the NFC East all that much more interesting. At uh, they're at four and four, so a Cowboys or Giants collapse could make things very interesting. Again, let's hope it doesn't happen. But you and I have both watched way too many Cowboys teams absolutely collapse, be it in the regular season or in the playoffs. Uh, but just rough looking night from the Eagles. Were you able to watch that? Did you, did you see kind of what I saw in the highlights that they just? Looked like they expected to win. That's that's what I've and, and I'll get back to this uh, about the Eagles this entire season. But did you notice anything? Did you see anything, or were you cuddling and kissing with your new girlfriend? So, so y'all y'all just a full on old team name with the Washington. You're not going football team. You're not going Commanders. Ah, that's fine. I respect that. I guess. Did I just call him uh, Redskin? Like, I wrote it times, down multiple times. Yeah, uh, yeah. 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 I'm gonna, Jason here, likes to do that. I know me, uh, Ed Fast Eddie Clements likes to do that. Though. It's not on purpose, it's man. It's, it's not fine. like a jab at woke blah blah blah. Like it's really just. I don't know. That might you're, be you're so used to strategy. It. I don't yeah, know. let me know. See, I, I, for me, I always enjoyed Washington football team. I love that. I do, too. That, that, that would that be my awesome. preferred name. My only one is I, I wanted to switch it up and be Washington team football, which doesn't really make sense when you're just saying it. No. But also, if you're going for one of those like football-type cl- or, or football-type names, I feel like those kind of don't need to make grammatical sense. But Washington team football, when you shorten it, is WTF, which I yeah, think is There's so much more so things much. they could have done that would anyway, have been great, and they didn't. Anyhow, the uh, commanders taking a commanding-ish lead. So I, I also tuned in late uh, after the game had already started because I was on a search for balls, meatballs last night. I had to go to two different HEBs. was getting all my supplies to you make for them, the potluck. You, you make them from uh, scratch. I, try, I tried that you, for you like an animal. It, it is, oh my God, dude. Like I, try, I, I, did, I, did, I got like... Bison and ground beef, and then I did uh, Parmesan bread for my breadcrumbs. But that just takes forever. And and for that was for like a, a, a friendsgiving or, or a New Year's Eve party or something with people that actually care about. For just these work and spoiler, people, they fell apart. Yeah, for just the work people, I just you just get some pre get them from there. So anyway. you get home, you turn on the Eagles, and, and expecting it to they, be. Well, they're already up seven to nothing. Jalen Hurts and I got him on one of my, my only fancy team that is good this week. I've got him on there, so I was like, all right, great, everything's trending upwards. And then, yeah, and I was like, okay, time to switch over to some Dragon Ball Z. It's the middle of the Cell saga. And, uh, yeah, things just went to crap. And, and But you are correct. It was just a sloppy game. And, and the thing with the Eagles is that they've been an incredible first half and I think specifically a second quarter team. Yes, that's what I was going to bring up is throughout the year. And as then they Jason, just coast. As we've talked about the Eagles' dominance, I've noticed many a time, and, again, I'm just I'm reciting one specific game. I don't remember what it was, but I, I – after I I like to look at the stat lines and box score, yeah. Just because even though I'm miserable at math, my favorite thing about sports are the numbers, the stats. I I was telling Jason when I played Madden back in the day before they actually tracked your uh, your dynasty. Mm-hmm. I used to write down you keep it every, a scorecard. I would no. I had Excel sheets <laughs> that I would print and I would write down every team's record, uh, their offensive defensive numbers, um, who won, what the playoffs were, the top. Russia, like I would by hand for years keep track of this stuff in your Madden season. Yes, not like real NFL, like like no. Madden looks in, okay. in a make believe right. thing. Because I didn't have to for NFL, they all those numbers existed. Well, I'm glad you have friends now, CJ. Thank you very You're much. Welcome. All that paperwork still sitting in the <laughs> attic at my house. So I don't have to bring that. Uh, but I'll, I, I would, would love to go through the things that young CJ still has in the attic. 
with your parents that they just have kept and not. We have like away. three it's, sheds worth of crap. Yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah. It, I found my pogs the uh, last time I was there, though. That's in the one hundred and one X studio. <laughs> uh, but I would check uh, a box score. There's one in particular, but there were multiple games where I would just look and see, and a lot of it's you know fantasy football betting yeah. related. But it would just like you said, it would be zero seventeen zero three or something along that line to where in one quarter they would score in bunches yeah uh three possessions in a row and then the rest of the game you know they'd score again but it wouldn't be quite it's like they would expect to win and take their foot off the gas and with uh washington just the it started out looking like they knew they were going to win they expected to win and just kind of lackadaisical went through the process and then I started to see that panic of like, oh, yes, we're losing. Yeah, what do we do? But by then it seemed it seemed to be too late. Um, Thirty-two to twenty-one, so it wasn't like a complete blowout. But uh, fourteen points in the first quarter for the Eagles, then zero, zero, and then seven. So Washington had had pretty much thoroughly dominated the game, going up uh, twenty-three to fourteen by the start of the fourth quarter they scored nine more in the fourth only uh, seven for the eagles and their vaunted rushing game didn't look that well miles sanders uh, 12 carries 54 yards jalen hurts had 28 yards uh one interception only threw for 175 yeah. uh vonta smith finally got a damn touchdown even though he was sitting on my bench just uh didn't look that great and well, tyler hinicky heinicky the guy that beat him not that great either. No, it, it was the, the similar to the Cowboys. It appears that you can run on the Washington Philadelphia, or not the Washington, the Philadelphia Eagles. You can run on them, uh, much like that's the Cowboys' weakness. Which I love just the idea that the Eagles and the Cowboys are both like Spider Man pointing at each other of like we're really good. We're, we know your weaknesses, but yeah. yeah, yeah, we're both weak to the rushing. Now, granted, the Cowboys were like in one of those Miles Morales homemade Spider Man costumes, and they're wearing the Tony Stark armor with the extra robot arms. Uh, but yeah, we're the same. We both can't stop the run. And the Washington, with you know that they're coming together, they're they're running the ball well with Gibson and uh, McLaurin, right? Or see, no, he's a, he's receiver. a receiver with, yeah, with T-Mac. That's a, McLaurin has exploded since I traded him away in my dynasty league. So you guys yeah, are welcome. Anybody, all the Washington fans, you're welcome. And uh, uh, but no, no, Brian Robinson is the other running back. The one well, was was shot. So I, I just I just think it also it's 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 hard to win a bu- like it's hard not to lose in the NFL. Like it's yeah. hard to go nine and zero. It's hard to keep up that level of intensity, and when you've just been kind of, you know, crushing people and rolling, and when somebody sits there and is like, literally runs the ball down your throat and punches you in the face, it's like, oh, crap. But um, it's also a, a division game, which always are like, whenever I see a division game, I'm like, They're oh, tougher. that's, yeah. that's, it's There's like a, it's like a rivalry there. game, and you know, it's when Texas plays Oklahoma, and you got to throw out the records. I mean, that, that especially on Monday night, but uh, you know, at, at least the, the Cowboys fans, we lost a disappointing game in overtime. To uh, the a really two, bad two-time team. reigning MVP, mm. you guys lost this game to a guy whose nickname is the Green Lizard. So okay. take that, Eagles fans. Uh, I know you love my dumb CJ thoughts on things. Mm-hmm. For instance, that uh, Bijan needs to be good but not too good. Yeah. Uh, same with Texas this year. This is not their year. Next year is going to be their year. Uh, same thing with the Eagles. I had a, a theory or a thought when we were discussing the hypothetical situation because there is a chance that Philadelphia could have won the Triple Crown. No city's ever done it. That mm-hmm. means three of their five major sports teams, yes, I'm counting hockey and MLS, three of their five teams win a championship. 
Philadelphia had uh, the they were playing the Astros in the World Series at the time. Uh, their MLS team, the Union, were playing LAFC, and then the Eagles were just playing Houston at home. And so Jason's like, if you had to pick one team to win, and I added the soccer into it, uh, who would it be? We even called our Philadelphia expert insider Alex Gervasi on the phone, and and both of them said, oh, Philadelphia fans and us, we we want the Eagles to win, and of course. Look what happened then, huh? Mm-hmm. Both of your both of your teams lost in the World Series in the MLS Cup. Whereas I was like, oh, I would take the championship immediately, or you would want the Phillies to win the last game at home before going to Houston. But that was all hypothetical betting. But what I told Jason, what I told my dear sweet co-host was, I actually would want the Eagles to win at this point, or to I'm sorry, to lose at this point in the season. Losing to Houston, now in this case, losing to Washington is better now at the little over a midpoint yeah. than at the end of the season. Because you are going to have two games towards the end. If you lock up your division, if you lock up your playoff spot, games 16, 17, whatever, they're, they're not going to matter as much. I'm not counting those games. But having a bad loss in the middle of the year can be a reset when you're an undefeated team or a really good team. Sometimes you need that wake-up call early to where you can adjust and 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 opine about that rather than when we see dominant teams in in multiple sports. Uh, in my opinion, it, it's the worst in the NBA uh, coming in hot or cold to the playoffs matter the most in the NBA. But in the NFL, there's something also to be said about a team that's really good and then takes a couple of bad losses at the end. You don't have time to recover. Yeah, and uh, this to me is good for the Eagles. Don't hit the panic button. It was a dumb, bad loss. They looked lazy. They looked like they expected to win. But all season long, there's been that little chink in the armor that you and I both touched on. They'll score in bunches in one quarter, and then that's kind of like, eh, all right. Yeah. Uh. And, and and you don't know whether it's just because they're they're just coasting at that point or whether that's like there's a, a bigger problem for them to address. Sure. And like, this, this is a... It may not feel like it if you're an Eagles fan. Uh, you're out there, but they're not listening. They're out there punching the police horses, throwing batteries. Yeah, kids. You know, they're they're taking out their their frustrations in the appropriate places. So, but you know, this is a good loss, and Correct. it's it's you know, uh, would you rather be like the Eagles right now and take this loss and like see see kind of where you need to work and patch things up, or do you want to be the Patriots where you don't lose until the Super Bowl? You know, like it's it's <laughs> sure. I mean, yeah, I guess most people would say, take, take, I, I want to be undefeated, but like, no, this is it's similar in the NBA, like you mentioned, um, with LeBron James with and, all knowing, his teams. and knowing who you are. Yeah, I think when you have some losses, you know better who your team is and what your weaknesses yeah, are. If you're just winning, and also the Eagles have an incredibly easy schedule, like, yeah, they not, have one of the easiest schedules in the NFL, not, not to mention their, their defense, uh. Is pretty damn good. This is the most po- the second most points they've allowed all season long at 32. The first being that weird 35 against the Lions. And since then, their defense has gone 7, 8 against the Commanders, uh, 21, 17, 17, 13, 17. So they have a good defense. Yeah. They have a run-heavy, control-the-ball system. So this will hopefully be a wash that, oh, and, and- or a loss that shocks them back into place when they go on the road against the Colts. Uh, home against Green Bay, Titans, Giants, uh, Bears, Cowboys, Saints, Giants. So you're you're right. That is not the and all of those are running teams too. Most difficult, um, but but like you said, like the last thing you want because uh, remember when Lamar Jackson was was like a rook. I think it was a sophomore year that he really exploded. But like he, in the regular season, they looked un- unstoppable, and, and then, then he, and then they get they went against Tennessee. 
and just Tennessee shut them down the playoffs. And both running first yeah. team, yeah. And so I think you could see not just because they have two running quarterbacks, you know, with Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson, but you see those parallels. And so you want to take some adversity in the regular season. You want to get a couple of these good losses, even if just to make your guys angry. You know, it's it's like the whole Nick Saban, you want to avoid the rat poison. Like, yeah. When you're just sitting there winning Dude. against winning t- games week and week and week, it, it's easy to take your foot off the pedal and not Jason try as hard. Not gonna, Jason's going to be so pissed. We spent the entire first segment talking about the Eagles. <laughs> I didn't realize how much time had just passed. I thought you were trying to get him to like come up here and like rally and, and like, turn shake it, yeah, off yeah. the sickness. Like, I, that's I, I do it all the time on the morning show. Uh, we do have a lot more sports stuff coming up, obviously, uh, and some almost sports stuff. We're going to talk with Coach uh, Steve Sarkeesian about uh, Texas's woes. We've got some uh, UT basketball and back to the NFL. A couple of uh, startling injuries, either for your favorite team or your fantasy team. A big win for a new coach and. Jerry Jones on Dallas's new receiver. That's right around the corner on Almost Sports with Nick and CJ. Now back to Almost Sports with Jason and CJ on 1027 ESPN. Got a tank update in the NBA. Of course, uh, once-in-a-lifetime player Victor Wembanyama uh, coming to the league next year. Could change a franchise. Who's going to get him? We'll talk about that. Plus, the sports bets and how Jason created a monster. But first, on to Texas football, baby! Longhorns could make the Big 12 championship. But uh, is it just time for this season to hypothetically, proverbially, if you'll say, uh, is it time to take B- uh, Bevo out to pasture? Is it... Did, do we want hope, or do we just want to start focusing on win out, go to a bowl game in next season? Does it... Does it make it more disappointing when there's a slight chance, or is it better just to let the dream die? Well, I mean, what do you mean by let the dream die? Like, do you do you want like just who cares lose these last last two? No, games? I don't think lose these next games at all. But I think just when we go and lose to Kansas and maybe Baylor, it's just going to be even sadder that every it's like, oh, but you can still do this. You you know what? I'm just being a very very poor sport. Should be excited that there's still a chance. Uh, TCU the clinch. Right behind them, you have Kansas State, then Oklahoma State, and then uh, Texas actually tied, I believe, with uh, Baylor um, for the for a spot to where some magic and some things mm. and some numbers would need to happen to make a Big 12 championship. Well, to, to answer your question, as long as there's a chance, until we are mathematically eliminated from the Big 12 title, that should be our goal, and that should be what they are shooting for. You know, Do yeah. we need a lot of help? Yes. But you know what? I mean, Oklahoma State has, has lost a couple of games. Kansas State, you know, they're, they're not unbeatable, so it, it could happen in the next two weeks that those guys could, could lose enough. And if we win out, then, you know, you do your part. And then get revenge on take TCU. Take your business. And then, yeah, let's see TCU again. You know what? I'm all for it. Hook them. Uh, yesterday, uh, Coach Steve Sarkeesian gave his press conference. And I can't tell if I'm upset that he's... He always seems to be in kind of a good mood. I want him angry or mean or sad, but he's always kind of chill. But uh, yesterday he gave a uh, press conference kind of talking about uh, the University of Texas and what needs to be done. And uh, this is, you know, kind of his overall thought on uh, the game itself. CJ Morgan again, Almost Sports 1027 ESPN. Coach, what can you do to win? Uh, Have you ever thought about (laughs) playing better? No, I mean, again, you know, I think that 
we need to play better collectively. You know, it's it's hard to, you know, it's like anything with a quarterback. You you put you put it all on the quarterback and when things don't go well and then when things go really well, the quarterback saved the day. You know, the reality of it is we need to play better as a unit. We need to coach better as a staff. We need to make sure that we're doing a better job of giving our players the confidence and putting them in position to have success. And clearly, those things didn't happen. And the quarterback ultimately wears the brunt of that. So the idea is, you know, we've got to all improve, Quinn included, to play better offensive football Saturday. Yeah, so sounds like he's not wanting to put it all on uh, Quinn Ewers, who, you know, maybe isn't quite the guy we thought he was, or mm-hmm. perhaps during that Oklahoma State game, he could have used a strategic benching to sit out for a couple of series. Would that have been enough to wake him up? Is it is it his mechanics? Is it his footwork? But I think uh, uh, Coach nailed it right there. It's the entire team. Like Like everyone needs to play better. There have been multiple moments where different playmakers have just not caught a pass, Ron ran a wrong route, yeah. or the offensive line with their uh, their just really bad uh, holding calls, or especially the false starts. So they 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 are kind of shooting themselves in the foot. And I even think about Worthy, who's probably an NFL caliber receiver, one of our best players, mm-hmm. uh, on a punt return. I think it was against Oklahoma State. I don't remember, but on a punt return, he could have cut up and gone for. 5, 10, 15 more yards, but instead of being hit, he just ran out of bounds. Yeah. And to me, it's like, no, you make that. You make the effort, and you you cut up, and you go for that. Um, so he, he whole is, team he needs is, to play is, better. He is very slender. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't want him to, blame him want him to get hurt. Uh, first of all, CJ, I'm impressed that you were able to ask that primo question. They didn't just make you sit there at the end and ask you know, all the, the BS Questions yeah, well, they they realized got, I'm a, right in there. That's, I'm a, I'm an accredited you. I'm an accredited member of the Austin FC media, mm-hmm. and they actually are a playoff team. Yes. so I think that bumped me to the front of the line of all these all these sports guys go and they ask the softball questions because they want to be friends with the coach and they yeah, want to get invited you. back. I don't care. I work for almost sports, and uh, you know, I I ask the hard hitting questions like this. Overall, this uh, year so far, coach, probably not what you would want it to be. Um, do you guys suck? Or, like, is this just another transition year? I, I do think we're a good football team. You know, we've lost to a couple good teams. We've stubbed our own toes sometimes, and that's a level of consistency that we got to keep working towards. I thought Jordan Winnington played winning football for sure the other night. He was the guy that if I could say that guy played it, whether it was in the run game, whether it was providing a spark for us offensively with the ball in his hand, I thought he looked a little more reminiscent to the guy from earlier in the season. I thought he had a little lull in there, was fighting through a couple nagging injury things, but really bounced back the other night and played well. So there you go, one star of the team. And yeah, they they are a good team when they want to be. And that might be what's even more frustrating because if you're getting beat because you don't have the talent that other mm-hmm. teams do or you're being outcoached or you're just a massive underdog, uh, it's, it's, it's not as frustrating as knowing that you're the University of Texas and you have some of the best players and yet other schools who have not been quite at the level of your program. And that's not to disparage TCU because, again, they've been nothing but consistent and good for a very long time. And I know Texas overall has the uh, win-loss record. Uh, we're winning the series against Texas Christian. But in the last 10 years, that's uh, that's not the case. Uh, last thing from uh, the press conference with uh, uh, Coach Sark. Um, had to ask the big question. Um, the question that... 
everyone should have asked again and again and again and keep asking, uh, the abandoning of the run game. Now, I'm not going to be one of those guys that says in the loss to Oklahoma State or the close call against uh, Kansas State that they just uh, stopped running and just Mm -hmm. gave up uh, when it was working because clearly in some of the games, the offensive line had tired in the second half and the lanes just weren't there and they just didn't look as sharp. So it wasn't like the the run game was so potent coming into a lot of these moments, but still completely abandoning it and losing that balance didn't make didn't make any sense, especially against Oklahoma State. Like, yes, the the first several series of the second half and the third quarter, nothing was happening. But you still keep running the ball, especially when Bijan's your guy, because you never know when he's gonna break something off. Uh and so I, I just thought I would address that uh first and foremost. Why aren't you running the ball? Uh, Coach, not a lot going on on the ground for Bijan yesterday. Then it appears again, you just gave up running the ball. Why don't you run the GD ball? Uh, I don't, you know, yeah, sure, the more I can give it to him. But I think at the end of the day, you're just trying to find a way to find some rhythm to the offense. And I felt like the rhythm that we found was somewhat in the passing game. It got ourselves a chance to kind of get down there a couple times. So in the end, I know this, when, when we win, he generally has more carries, and that, that comes from balance in the, in the offense. We didn't have balance. We didn't have anything really there for a while. So we just tried to find the one thing that was working at that point, and that felt like that was the passing game to give us a chance. You know what? I, I am team uh, pro Steve, Coach, Coach Steve. I, I am too. I, I'm a fan of Sark. We said it yesterday. We don't think he should be fired. You made yeah. your bed. You have to lie with it. You have to dance with who brung you. So, so I, I don't want to disparage him, but it really sounds like he's not really listening to your questions and is just pre- continuing and saying his pre-prepared answers. Like, well, really I think they, he's not. I don't even think he's listening to your questions there, CJ. It sounds weird. I, well, I think they have to be somewhat political yeah, because he doesn't yeah. want to insult his staff. He's, he's and, just giving you coach speak. Well, I don't know if he's you know this, but what you're bringing up. under the table, I think they have note cards uh-huh. where they have the coach speak that they, they find whatever applies like, to I, I got to find a way to say these particular things to get it out there. Yeah, so yeah, they just so listen they just, to yeah, what, yeah. what sounds similar and then uh, go with that. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, again, maybe, maybe Sark, I, I didn't get to ask him this because I was quickly ushered out of the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get to ask um, if he perhaps realizes that Bijan might go to the NFL, which he does say uh, he's going to wait and make that decision at the end of the season. And every time I've heard someone say that, which Bijan's now saying, it means they're going to the NFL. The decision's already made. Yeah, you're just not. You're just hoping you don't get hurt, yeah. and I hope you don't. Uh, but do you think Sark's trying to purposely make him look bad so he stays one more year? Uh, so he's I, good, but not too good. I, I, that, I don't. I don't think so. I think Sark would just rather win and use that momentum to recruit another Bijan to get the next one up here. Uh, but you, you know, I, I can't. I can't disprove your theory. So I'm, okay. I'm going I'm to say maybe a solid maybe right yeah. there. Uh, Texas back in action, taking on a power basketball team in Gonzaga. Uh, plus, we got an injury report in the NFL and so much more. When we return on Almost Sports, right after these message from Hungry Kids. The Almost Sports Show on 1027 ESPN. Back in action, CJ Morgan here, and of course my friend Nick uh, filling in for Jason, who is still out sick. We wish you a speedy recovery, and we know he must be really sick because we spent the entire first segment dissecting the intricacies of the Eagles' uh, run-heavy offense. I would have figured he would have at least, if he had heard that, he would have at least like programmed his Tesla to auto drive into the tower <laughs> and just shut off the radio. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, or check this out. I do believe that uh, CBS's 
celebrity pickleball league show hosted by Stephen Colbert starts uh, Thursday, I think. So he might be training. I think, yeah, I think he might just be trying to leave us behind to go play professional pickleball as a celebrity. So, a question about pickleball because uh, I've, I've from the sideline jealously and excitingly watched you all play it. Jason said he's thought about inviting me before, but he's like, oh yeah, CJ has a broke spine and a heroin arm. Yeah, uh, I know that, that that's it's an easy sport on the body, but it still might be too tough for you. Like, you think like so? Those 90-year-old ladies can handle it, but I don't know if your decaying corpse will, will hold up. I've, I've seen is, it, yeah. Does, is it a lot of movement and pivoting? Like, what's what, what do I do? Do I just stand there and hit it with a, Is it like tennis or badminton? What do I do? I, can, I want to do it. It's like if you're playing ping pong, but you're on the table is, is one of the best ways I've heard to describe it. Now, uh, I think normally I would say there's a lot of movement, but when you're playing against Jason, or at least for me, he likes to kind of, you know, do a one-man show type thing. Yeah, he's got like, he's like, got a wingspan. Yeah. Well, also just like, you know, he, he likes to be the one that hits the ball and all those things. So it's not I, – I, I like it. I love it. Like I just kind of sit there and it's like if one is just outside of his reach – I'm just more of a safety net for my guy. So when you're playing with Jason, there's much less movement and you don't have to be as active as normal. So are there specific types of rackets for pickleball or do you just use a tennis racket? No, no, no. You use a pickleball paddle. They a call paddle? It. It's not a racket. It's a paddle. Okay. And, so uh, yeah. do, do you think I should start training for pickleball by, one, doing uh, doing sprints mm-hmm. back and forth like you used to do in basketball where you'd start on the court, you'd have to run and touch the line, and yeah. then touch a closer line. Suicides. Yes. So I should them, do yes. that on a tennis court, and then I should go to a fast pitch batting range uh-huh. and work on hitting baseballs yeah. with a pickleball. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah, yeah. I'm just going to show up, and and everyone's going to want me on their team because I'm just a monster of pickleball. <laughs> but also, I've kind of heard not not necessarily from Jason, but I've heard uh, you should be good mm-hmm. and you should try to win. Because the old ladies or whoever will get mad at you, like or, or yeah. shun you. But also, if you're too good, they get pissy. It's kind of like what do they call it? The lunk at certain gyms, where if you're like ugh, ugh, lifting yeah, yeah, weights yeah. and yeah. clunking, it's like oh, sorry for being strong. So at pickleball, if you're too good and dominant, it's like oh, well, you can't play here because you're too good. Is there is there like that kind of? I haven't had that problem of being too good. Okay. Uh, in fact, uh, I've been told several times by Jason I need to pick up my game, and uh, you know, he, specifically, I need to work on my serve. That's his thing: is that he apparently we have weak serves when we play him, and then he plays real pickleballers, and they just are sitting there blazing him past him. Are you supposed to hit the opponent side of the court like ping pong, like go over the net? And, <laughs> yes, you were supposed to go over the net, and then one bounce. It's 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 you have to hit like opposite caddy corner. Uh, there's like four squares. Like tennis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I, what I think you should do, CJ, is I think you should go I, full. I don't want to be too good, so I'm worried. Yeah, no, no, no. Don't even worry about your pickleball Oh, I know. Skills. I'm going to go full, like, uh, Pete Sampras. Yes. No, no, not Andre Agassi. No, no, what's his name? The angry, uh, John McEnroe. Yeah. I'm going to show up dressed in the short shorts, the the head, and I'm yes. just going to be angry. Yes, the little teeny tiny shorts yes. where you're worried about your pickleballs being McEnroe. exposed. I, I do think you should also get, like, an Andre Agassi wig. Uh, and you just have the hair locks going, and and bring a definitely bring a tennis racket, and just go out there, and also lots of grunting, lots of ah, yeah, ah, they will love that. That's that's what I think they'd really appreciate I might, when you play with Jason. Eventually, I'll do that, but for now, I'm just gonna every time like it's in between serves, if someone hits the net, I'm just yeah. gonna tuck down. I'm gonna run across the net and grab it, <laughs> like the little ball boys on Wimbledon. <laughs> 
You know what else you should do? I'll find something I can do to just be an idiot. What's that? That ball on a string game with the paddle that we had as kids? Just like you, play you, that. You should, you should attach Make like, a giant yes, one. Yeah. Pop. You should attach a pickleball by a string, and that way you could you could be like the the psych. But make it long enough yes. to where it goes to the net, and then just yeah, do the, yeah, do yeah, the yeah. Matumbo yes, finger wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There definitely, we go. This definitely. has been Pickleball on Almost Sports. <laughs> uh, big game tomorrow at the Moody Center. Number 11, Texas. Texas is undefeated, by the way. Texas basketball. Uh, have They have not lost this season. Wow. Un-freaking defeated. Uh, that's, dominant that's great. performances over UTEP and Houston Christian. Uh, 2-0. and a two and zero Texas team, pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah. How many teams are two and zero at the start of the basketball season like this? I mean, probably only like half of them. Listen, just let me have Texas is two and zero right now. All right, <laughs> uh, they're going to be taking on number two Gonzaga at home tomorrow eight thirty. Uh, this is going to be a big test for a Texas team that mm-hmm. you know has a lot of promise, and of course with the uh, with the new coach that we stole from Texas Tech and the new Moody Center in general. I want to go there. I want to try it out because it doesn't smell like Tinkle yet. Uh, Gonzaga also, correct me if I'm wrong, talking about joining the Big 12, but only with a basketball team. Um, I, I, I don't like that ACC East Conference crap. If you're going to join the Big 12, if you're yeah. going to play in the South, should we make them have a football team? Yes. If, because if, if you want to come play in the Moody Center and potentially you know, dominate be, be another in, in, impediment to the basketball team winning the championship – then we have to beat up with you in football. Correct. Like that's just that's just fair, man. Sorry. Absolutely, because in the past we, we made had, Kansas do it. Well, we had Baylor we could beat up on, mm-hmm. then Kansas we could beat mm-hmm. up on. Now neither. So if 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 Texas is going to have a few more years in the Big Twelve, uh we need everyone in the Big Twelve agrees with me. We need one team that's really good in basketball, but we can beat up on in football. Gonzaga, is that you? You know, that is a fair point. I don't know if Texas really, Texas is like, yeah, do whatever you want. We don't care. At Gonzaga, football, basketball, baseball, water polo. Yeah, we don't care. We're going to the SEC. It's fine. We're, we're going to be out of here after yeah. this. Uh, anyhow, it's going to be a big competitive but it is, match. It, I am excited because, I'm, yeah, yeah, it, it's a huge game. You can see whether our team has made progress in, in year two under Coach Beard. Yeah, and every year I do like uh, that Texas has done this. Uh, I, I don't know off the top of my head. But every year early in the season, um, either be it in a tournament or in a regular season game, they've played a a historic team, yes. a, a historic conference winning, Final Four competing, a good team. And Gonzaga is definitely one of those. And I think that brings a little bit of prestige to Texas, especially if they're competitive or uh, if they are able to win. Because the more frustrating thing about uh, Texas basketball is we always have good teams. They always do okay, but then they fizzle out in the tournament, and then everyone leaves and goes to the NBA. Mm-hmm. Not anymore. You're staying here because I'm officially going to move on from my Burt <laughs> Auburn NIL deals. Don't think I can afford him. Aww. And I am going to start uh, sponsoring uh, uh, Texas basketball. I'm going to start go. raising money to keep these players playing for Texas. You're going to get that equipment manager, one of those guys that sits Ball there boys, and, yeah, and, yeah. And, and towels the floor off when he... Uh, when somebody sits there and gets sweat all over the court, I think that's yeah. good. Okay. That's good. You should get that, yeah. You're indicating the show doesn't have a budget. Be correct. I guess so. Correct. All right. Uh, anyhow, Gonzaga, Texas, tomorrow at the, I almost called it the Irwin Center, uh, 8.30 uh, tip-off time versus number two, Gonzaga, Texas, 11 uh, in the rankings and undefeated.
Texas Correct. is undefeated. Putting that undefeated record 2-0 and on the line. Uh, speaking of undefeated, <laughs> back to the NFL, uh, where the newest coach got a lot of uh, crap talk on this because he has zero coaching experience, and a lot of uh, coaches were passed over for this role, but uh, looks like he's uh, getting the haters to shut their mouth. Jeff Saturday and the Colts victorious. Uh, the Saturday era has started 1-0. and oh. Just just an incredible win. I, I told the guys, just to, at all three phases, uh, was just, just an incredible team effort. These guys have been through it. I told the staff, um, the coaches, the players. Just the fortitude that they that they presented and and uh, the way they played today, they, they laid it all out there today. And I just could not be more appreciative of those guys and the way they played. I forgot to edit in myself uh, asking him the question, so forgive me on that. I mean, not edit. I forgot. Coach to, Saturday, I should they feed Bijan? Yes. <laughs> what did you say when we went to commercial? Oh, who needs to be fed more? Those starving kids or Bijan Robinson? Bijan, he's that's the, right. Yeah, that's he, why those kids give, are starving. Give him. John's got to eat the ball, and then afterwards we can donate the ball to starving kids there because you go. it's made out of pigskin. There you go. So it's basically chicharrones. It's uh, right. So you're gonna donate the ball to the. It's pigskin. Yes. <laughs> Just try it and I put some you're going to have like Bijan sign it, and he would sell some it to charity wine? and donate the money or something like that. No, no, no. You're literally just gonna feed the kids. I mean, that's not fair because they see the football and they're like, look at this delicious, gigantic hunk of meat. Yeah. They bite into it. It's mostly hollow. That's old, uh, old Napoleonic armies used to add sawdust to the uh, bread and meats to yeah. just have filler when they were uh, running short on supplies. Okay. Yeah. How'd that work out for them? I mean, not Did good. Help them beat Russia? Not good. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't think so. I think they got their leader stuck on an island somewhere. I don't know if we want that. Stuck on an island uh, twice. Yes. Twice, by the way. <laughs> not just once. This has been <laughs> almost the French Revolution. Almost Napoleon. <laughs> uh, Cooper Cup is injured. No, uh, no timetable for his return. And that bodes well for me. Yes. Only because of fantasy. And because I had two keepers to keep, uh, I chose not to keep Cooper mm-hmm. Cup. Uh, no timetable on his return, and that brings us to the Super Bowl defending Rams. Uh, do you call it? Is it over? There's no chance, right? Yeah, pretty much. But I mean, look, this has been the, the whole thing. We were the last couple of years when they've just been. Uh, I believe it was their GM who famously said, "F them picks." Oh, talking about how they keep trading away all their first round picks for for players to for Von Miller. I mean, for, it, they did it. They won know. the Super yeah, Bowl. So, so you know, th- this is the cost of it. Is it's not, yeah, you're still happy. And it's it's weird because LA everybody says LA fans love a winner and so they but like they've immediately just abandoned ship and now it's like all the other opposing teams are buying all the tickets to the stadium. So but yeah, it, it's it's over. And my buddy like, who lives in LA went to that game at SoFi with the yeah. Cowboys and he's a Cowboys fan and yeah. grew up here and he was like, uh, oh yeah, yeah, it was a lot. Of, there were a lot of Cowboys fans at this game. Yeah. Uh, it's your nemesis Gus by the way. Oh, that's fine. I'm not nemesis with Gus. No, I just, be nemi. Okay, fine. Stupid That's Gus, I'm going to take the name off your trophy and put mine on there. Ha. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of win-now teams that make these and, moves to yeah. win now, and it seems that that's exactly what the Rams did, and, and this is 3-6. and six. That's the repercussions, losing to the Cardinals, and now, like I said, losing a Cooper Cup high ankle sprain, and that's one of those weird injuries where... It takes a while. It takes yeah, a while, especially as a receiver, back. but that moves like him, so you, you, you never know. Uh, you know, but I, know again, I know that our man Jason Dick has a lot of shares in Cooper Cup in his fantasy leagues. I wonder if that's probably what he's... Why he's least. sick? Uh, yeah, I think I think he's actually... He may have flown to Los Angeles to like try to Mr. Miyagi 
Cooper Cup's ankle together. Yeah, uh, do your impression of Jason doing an impression of Mr. Miyagi. Pass. Okay, good. That is probably a little inappropriate. <laughs> I, I just realized that it's okay if Jason does yes. it because he's expected to be that kind of guy. The you know the Redskins guy. Oh, get these woke Redskins. Yeah. Uh, yes, we got that. Uh, last but not least, when it comes to the NFL, Dallas Cowboys, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. going to be a receiver or not? Jerry Jones uh, speculated on the matter and said this. What? What? Don't wake me up. I'll go back to bed. Bring me my screwdriver. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, Odell Beckham Jr. has narrowed down his list of teams. He wants to play for a contender. Uh, I believe he's mentioned the Kansas City Chiefs. He's mentioned the San Francisco 49ers and uh, Dallas Cowboys amongst yeah. the five or six teams that are on his list. I know Von Miller on the Bills is always like DMing him on Instagram and stuff. Uh, but yeah, actually, Jerry Jones and whew, I wish we had the audio of this because this is going to be a tough read. But they asked him about Odell Beckham Jr. And he said, in this particular case, start by asking, why is it that you're able to sign him? Ask that question. Why? Well, because he's not on a team at this time of year. A player of that caliber? That's rare. Trading is over. Well, it's because we're dealing with a situation where he is free. Free, but potentially very capable of helping a team right now win and play at a high level. That will tell you, you that will tell you alone it is a rarefied set of circumstances, and those don't just happen or this wouldn't be possible. What? 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 I, I mean, I, the the point is that there's lots of people competing for his his affections right now. All of those said teams, Chiefs, Bills, you know, uh, uh, and so it's like, yeah. And I also I, I I've heard or read other people say that the, uh, Odell wants twenty million a year, which I know the the Cowboys were were supposedly working out a deal with Brandon Cooks of the Texans at the trade deadline, and they balked because they were going to owe him ten million. Twenty's so a lot, but if it's the Cowboys got it, man. If it's one year, there are ways you can it. structure it where it doesn't hit the cap as hard. Again, I'm not a math guy or a lawyer, yeah. but uh, that, that might be the route. It might not be. I don't know because I, I don't know sports. Look, if there's or a math. team that is is designed to put it win on the line with, and win now, the Cowboys are up. It has there. to be the Cowboys. The Cowboys are up there. At the beginning of the season, before Dak was hurt, we had the discussion here: like, is their window yeah. closed or is it closing? It seems like it's closing, and it's closing fast. I mean, look, so something uh, needs to be done now. Yeah, right. I mean, Ty- Ty- Tyron Smith should be back hopefully at the end of the year for a playoff push, but he's he's been hurt a lot the last couple of years. That offensive line is definitely uh, it's it's time to rebuild that. Ezekiel Elliott is past done, but still is on the team. So yeah, I mean, it's it's Dak is super expensive. Like now is the time to go all in for this. Try to get that championship. The NFC. I the mean, NFC the, is... It's the Eagles and the Vikings. Yes. Like, I was going to say the NFC does not look as foreboding and as difficult I mean, as the, it the has 49ers in the past. are coming on. That, that they, the 49ers will always worry me, as they, as they did last year in the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. The Cowboys. Because they're, gonna, they're starting to have injured players yeah. come back. I, I love the McCaffrey signing. I think he's going to do great things for that team. Jimmy I mean, G is a good game manager. The he's biggest the weakness Super Bowl. of the 49ers might be Kyle Shanahan. You think so? Well, okay, Jimmy G is good, but you know it's a crazy thing, a stat. I don't have the exact numbers, but I heard uh, uh, that Jimmy Garoppolo apparently has a better 
uh, win percentage when throwing zero touchdowns than like Patrick Mahomes or any. He's the number one quarterback at winning when he throws zero touchdowns. When he's touchdowns. not throwing an actual touchdown. So you, you know, I, I checked that. It's okay. not Kyle Shanahan. It is Jimmy Garoppolo. It is Jimmy Garoppolo. But, but yeah, but yeah the, the point is, it's, now is the time for the Cowboys. You know, the the window, Eagles are eight and one. Vikings are eight and one. Then Giants are they really a seven and two? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we beat them once. Seahawks six and four. Forty Niners, Buccaneers, even the Commanders. All in the mix, and I think Dallas, on a good day, could beat any of those teams. Yeah. Any one of them. Uh, whereas with the AFC, I would be like, oh, I don't know if they could beat the Chiefs. Well, Dolphins, who knows? Ravens, I don't think so. Bills, I don't think so. And but, especially if Odell Beckham Jr. doesn't go to the Cowboys, he's going to go to one of those other good teams. You know? Yes, he wants to go to a contender. Addition so. by subtraction, or whatever is the right phrase. for Subtract from their team by adding... You just Bill Cosby. Get him. Get him. With the pudding. You got to get the OBJ on your team in the middle. Something like that. Yeah. He's a go. bad man. I like how I balked at doing the Mr. Miyagi, but Bill Cosby, like, nah, I got that one. That one's good. <laughs> okay. That one's good. Impressions on Almost Sports. Yes. Uh, a lot more to talk about. We're going to update our bets and why Jason created a monster. Uh, the radio station's fantasy football playoff odds. Am I back in the mix? Where did Jason and Nick stand? That and more coming up on Almost Sports.